Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Print Design Podcast. Thanks so much for stopping by and checking this out. I am your host, Dave Hopkins, and today on the show, I have my business partner, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Hi, howdy. How you doing? <laughs> I'm well, Gabby. Me, I, you were doing terrific. <laughs> Um, I'm Gabby. I am graphic designer and partner to Dave for Print Design Academy. And yeah, we just I'm here to kind of let you guys know a little bit about myself and go into our story a little bit more. Yeah, we wanted to make sure Gabby had a chance to introduce herself and we thought, why not do it on the podcast? Plus, we're going to talk about early memories in print and packaging as we always love to get into. We are also going to talk about the story of Print Design Academy and how Gabby and I sort of met to start creating these courses and offering things to graphic designers to teach them about print. Um, what else are we talking about? We're talking about um, what's coming next with Print Design Academy. What am I missing, Gabby? Um, and then just, I don't know, fun print things, <laughs> who we are, random stuff about us. <laughs> yeah, random stories, random fun stuff. So um, this is kind of like a storytelling episode mm-hmm. where you're sort of learning a bit about us and the, and everything that we got cooking and what's coming next, a little snapshot of the year. Um, and also just some memories of print and packaging for us. So should we just get into it? Let's do it. All Giddy right. Up. Hit the intro. Welcome to the Print Design Podcast, the show where we talk about all things print and packaging. We go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rocked their world. From file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between. So let's talk ink on paper. Gabby, welcome to the other side of the microphone on the Print Design Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing swell. Always good to have a conversation with you, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. We've had hundreds of conversations, but none of them recorded and uh, none of them like this. So the nerves are like, you're, you're a little bit nervous, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I mean, I always have a little bit of nervous. Like, it's, it's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yeah, don't be. You never know what's going to say. It's not like we're live or anything. Um, awesome. I'm super glad to dive into this with you. And I really wanted to do this episode to almost like formally introduce the print design podcast and print design Academy and, and everything that we've got cooking and sort of like tell a little story about how we got here. Um, but of course we have to have like some print chat in there as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that and early memories of print and that kind of jazz. Um, so I'm excited to get into this with you. So I'm going to kick this over to you and ask you probably the most difficult question on this entire list. Gabby, tell us about yourself. <laughs> um, do you have longer than this podcast? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We have hours. This is going to be the longest one I've ever The had. longest one. <laughs> All-nighter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a little bit about me. I mean, um, I guess the most interesting thing. So I'm originally from Los Angeles. Um, I've moved around a little bit, lived in Costa Rica, lived in England, um, and I, yeah, currently live in BC, Abbotsford, (laughs) uh, Canada, and I'm a graphic designer. Um, always started out doing creative things and, uh, my parents were very creative. Um, so yeah, so naturally went in there, actually started in photography first, Mm -hmm. just because I thought I was going to be a fashion photographer um and then realized that that's a super crowded industry and plus me (laughs) being the way that i am and wanting to do a million things all the time graphic design was sort of put towards me as like hey you can do photography and you can also do this and this um yeah so that's that so then i kind of landed in graphic design um and went to school and now doing that full time and love it. <laughs> yeah, you went and learned some things, and you now you're doing the stuff. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and it's just it's something I'm. I think I'm super fortunate to have that. Just always know what I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even at like a very young age, 
I always joke about this, but uh, my brother had a soccer team and they needed like a banner. And my brother's like five. <laughs> so then I'm probably like 10, you know, and then, so they needed a little mm -hmm. banner in the back. And here's me, like I opened up Kid Picks, no joke, like the kid what software kid for like, picks? oh man, it is just like early days computer software where you'd have like stamps and shapes and things <laughs> okay. like that, right? But mm -hmm. I legitimately like designed the soccer banner in Kid Picks and they printed it and put it as the thing. And I was like 10 years old. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. Look at this podcast bringing everything out. But yeah. <laughs> All the little stories. <laughs> So you could say yeah. that was like your first foray into the design world right? was this soccer team banner. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. So I, yeah, like, like I said, I've been super fortunate to kind of always be down that path. And I know that other people don't really know or they happen upon mm -hmm. it later, but yeah, I was set out, knew what I needed to do and, yeah. um, had, you know, all the support and things to do that too. So, so I guess I, what I should do like is formally like introduce myself because I don't think I've, I'm always on the side of asking the questions of other people mm -hmm. who are on the show, but I never, I never, <laughs> I never answered them myself. <laughs> so who am I? Since this is like an introduction to us episode, I, I better just sort of speak up a bit. Um, I've been in the print industry for, gosh, coming up on 19 years now. Mm. Um, and I started knowing absolutely nothing. So prior to getting involved in it, I actually had a big passion about uh, cars and wanting to be a mechanic. And taking that further is, do you remember that show, um, is it West Coast Customs? I think it was West yes, Coast Customs. 100%. Around the time there was like Pimp My Ride as well, which is kind of like the ghetto version of it. Well, um, it was great because, um, not to cut you off, but West Coast no, no. Customs was like down the road, right? Being from LA. So like we could drive past the West Coast Customs like thing or whatever, right? So yeah. super cool. Anyway, continue. That's awesome. So that was like the direction <laughs> I wanted to go. That's and awesome. Through, through a couple of situations, I ended up losing my license and that career basically immediately died. Wild. So um, I landed in um, forklift. Like I was basically a, pr a pressure washed forklifts and I was tired <laughs> of that job. Yeah, yeah, I landed doing that because that was like, I guess that was my backup career, pressure washing forklifts. And um, be, I was dating a girl at the time who then dumped me, not because I was a pressure washer of forklifts, but uh, her dad was the biggest customer of a local print shop. Mm. So he kind of felt bad for me because I had to give up on this dream of cars and... Um, ended up pressure washing forklifts and he knew I wasn't happy. And then his daughter dumped me. He's like, I better get this guy a sympathy job. So he went and introduced me to this print shop and I started in print. And, um, I basically worked my way backwards through the entire print process and landed in account management and started basically helping graphic designers and customers through this print process and helping them navigate it. Um, and from that little print shop that I started at, I went to a bigger print shop and started tackling, you know, larger accounts and larger projects and learned a lot about labels and label production and design and packaging and folding carton design. Um, and, and basically I help customers, I have been helping customers through that process. Um, mm -hmm. and along with that new job came with an hour and a half commute both ways. So. I had a lot of time to myself and I've always been very entrepreneurial minded. Like when I was the car stuff, I wanted to own my own like custom car dealership. It was always whatever direction I wanted to go in with my career was I wanted to own a business in that category. Hmm. Um, and that's been the way since I was, man, since I was a little kid. I and, could see um, that 100%. <laughs> yeah. always wanted to do that. And um, so landed in the print shop, had this hour and a half commute. And I started listening to a lot of podcasts about business and online business and things like that. And I thought, you know, I would love to scale these conversations I'm having with designers um, in order to teach them print and help them just navigate this world of print. Um, and so I did. I started a podcast called The Quickie and I just kind of entered into that world of the online designer world, right? Just building an audience, you know, ultimately with the goal of, wanting to somehow, and I didn't have this mapped out at the time, but somehow transition into talking and teaching about print, not just connecting with designers and hearing stories, but how do we talk about print and hear stories about print? So did 252 episodes. And I think I hold the title 
as the only person on earth who has ever asked Paula Cher if she's ready for a quickie. I think I'm the only person <laughs> ever would... to, have, to have done that. I mean, you don't know her personal life, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm wrong. However, um, <laughs> it's a bold so kind of a, <laughs> yeah, kind of funny note, funny note right there. That's amazing. And um, yeah, so from that quickie podcast, made some great relationships and started transitioning into this world of print and started the print design podcast and print mm. design Academy, which we're here to sort of talk a little bit more about. So I'll, I'll pause that story momentarily. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the short story of what led, um, led me here. Cool. I mean, yeah, like it's, it's always been great. I think it's funny because we've been working, I mean, we've been working for a little bit now together and yeah. we still are learning things about each other. So I yeah. just, <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, working for more than a little bit now and, and there's yeah. like still stuff, still stuff coming out where I think I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> I know, wild. So, so continuing and trying to learn a little bit more about you, Gabby, mm. um, what is your earliest memory of print or packaging? Maybe something from your childhood or your teens. Um, you go first and then I'll, I'll start the next one. Yeah, yeah. So as yeah, it's a, that's a tough one. I guess the, cause I have, well, I guess I have several, right? Um, and everyone says Pokemon cards. That was, that was me for sure. Um, Classic. like, yeah. And then, but I would say that I think the earliest one is, is just like, well, you know, books like child books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did a lot of, a lot of that. And then I think that, you know, rainbow fish, do you remember that book? No. Do you know that book, Rainbow Fish? No. What? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so there's this. It's this book about obviously this, this fish, <laughs> who has, um, <laughs> who has, um, their scales are kind of like different colors, and it has this one scale that is rainbow, and that book had like foil, like legit, like foil rainbow speckling in it, and it followed it throughout okay. the whole book. So that was just a really fun introduction to like whoa you know different textures and things in print and just kind of yeah you know and then even going into the that whole thought process of do you remember those like touch books we're like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, you know like suede and like it's one page is fluffy and right yeah and then textured and then like there's a frog and you like touch the frog tongue and it was sticky and like all of that stuff right i think that's awesome when you consider it really as like the real interaction like actually first sort of interaction with print of like those pull out pop-up books and like all of that stuff is super cool and yeah i think we lose a little bit of that now how awesome would it be if your like textbooks were pop-up or something i feel like i'd be way more engaged you know like as a student or something if you open up every page and like a foot, like a foot tall mock-up of the human body just whang, like comes flopping <laughs> up out of the page. Smacks you in the face, right? <laughs> and then like, <laughs> then different textures or like, you know, some s- smells or like a little sticky part of your book or something. I don't know what would be sticky, but <laughs> just <using laughs> Something texture. in that science book could be oh, sticky. Oh, it's going to be sticky. It's going to be sticky. I'm sure there's sticky things around. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, right. I think that was, that was the probably the most interactive thing. But then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then just so many. I mean, when you think of like cereal boxes, did you have to collect box tops for school? No, but mm. I collected Kool-Aid points. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> we never what? had Kool-Aid growing up in a, as kids. We, I would always have Kool-Aid when we went to like a, a friend's house for a birthday party. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I get to have Kool-Aid. <laughs> Yeah, Kool-Aid points were like every time you buy like one of those little sachets um, of Kool-Aid, it mm. had like two points on the back of it. And they would literally send out, like you could go to their website. Was this internet? Yeah, it was internet. No, it was mail order. In the store, they had these oh, little so. um, things that you can grab like in the Kool-Aid aisle. Mm. <clears throat> and it was like a mini little catalog of the things you could buy with your Kool-Aid Oh, points. that's cool. That's cool. So you start like saving up your Kool-Aid points. And my parents bought like kool-aid drink mugs i think there was a kool-aid t-shirt at one point oh that's so yeah, fun my, my dad still loves kool-aid to this day <laughs> I, 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 I drink it now as an adult but <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i mean it, i don't know it's just stuff like that like yeah mm-hmm. the box shops were just for school like you'd have to collect them and then the schools actually would mail them in and then they get like money back for school supplies or something like that but oh, just weird. i don't know yeah weird things but just rem- remembering 
all the little stuff that like you had to interact with and just print everywhere as a kid, but not really realizing what it was. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I think those and are some it, earlier <clears throat> memories for me. And it's interesting. Always, whenever I talk to people about their past memories of print, it's incredible yeah. the, the nostalgia that it brings up mm-hmm. and sort of the instant memories and, you know, almost taking you back to a specific moment, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you interacted with that piece and the scenery and what it was like and the, the feelings and all of that. Print just has that power. So for me, I put a couple of them down <clears throat> as well. One of them with kind of a funny story that goes with it. But when you were talking about books, it like instantly hit me. Like, do you remember the Goosebumps books? Yeah, I never, I never read the Goosebumps books, which I know no? is like, I okay, know you should, it's you crazy. Should buy them now as an adult. I, I had someone else tell me that as well, so I have to do that. I was into, uh, you know, the finish your adventure books. Choose your so own adventure. Like, Hell yeah, yes. Right? Like amazing. you start oh, freaking good. Anyway, yeah. I, so. I bought a Choose Your Own Adventure for, for my son, Cohen, and mm. uh, he was not interested. No. Like, what are you talking about? You get to choose. Yeah. Go I to mean, page 52 you know. and like. Now you have an iPhone and. <laughs> yeah. It's not as cool. Whatever. Technology. Um, <clears throat> but it reminded me of Goosebumps and a mm. number of the Goosebumps books actually had like a really unique like print finish that related to the book, but they were always emboss there was always an emboss on the cover of the goosebumps books but i remember they had covers that like glowed in the dark glue oh, in the dark so glow in the dark glow i think it's glow i don't think you can is it glowed you past tense you could gl- glow glowed in the dark yeah it glue in the dark <laughs> it glued <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, it had glow-in-the-dark ink on the outside. Yeah. A couple of the other ones like had like really rough textures to it, but there was always mm. something unique in print going on with the books that, That's awesome. just, that, that I remember taking them to the next level. And then sticking sort of in the younger years, um, Pogs, grade four, Pogs hit hard for me. Mm. And I remember grade four, Miss Emery's class would be like hiding under the desks, like playing Pogs out at recess. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be playing Pogs and having slammer matches and little kids would be fighting because somebody took a slammer and... It was rowdy, rowdy, those pogs. <laughs> but thinking back to the pogs, and I, I noticed, like, I noticed it at the time, but I didn't know what it was. Like, there's so mm. much unique illustration and design and creativity that goes yeah. into pogs. Like, they're so unique. Um, and uh, so many of them have, like, foil stamps and unique die cuts and holographic foil, like, all sorts of crazy cool things. And that's, that's all print. It really is. And it's just, I mean, everything in the world is like, it's, it's print. Even if it's not paper print, it's still print somewhere in like shirts and things like that yep. too, right? Like it's just, Somehow, it's so some cool. way. Yeah. And, but the illustrations are pretty cool on the Pogs for sure. Tons and of all them. The different yeah. And artists and all that stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah. From like the original like name brand Pogs where it had like the mm. big like hairy beast kind of guy. Um, all the way to like, you know, Batman pogs that came that you would get with their McDonald's Happy Meals. I have mm. a full set of Batman pogs and they glow in the dark. There's glow in the dark ah, print. So There's cool. textures on them. Like they're all meant to be really cool and interact with like that. Um, and the last one that I had was National Lampoon's Magazine. And mm. the reason why this one is such a strong memory for me. I was a kid. I didn't have a subscription to National Lampoons. Neither did my parents or my family. But one of my friends, Chris, his his dad did. He had this, this collection of National Lampoons magazines. And one day, my friend Chris found them in his crawl space. And so the next time I was over, he goes, hey, do you want to go check out these magazines? They're full of, like, comics and, like, sometimes there's nudity in them. And I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, let's go check them out, man. Sign me up. <laughs> yes, let's go. So as a kid... Um, I was terrified of spiders. Absolutely terrified. Oh, same. I mean, we were like, we're moving. And so we had to just take all the furniture around from the outside, mm-hmm. inside and things. And there was like spiders everywhere. We were, yeah, this spiders, we just had that experience like yesterday or something. So anyway, <laughs> I feel you on that for sure. And uh, so he had a crawl space where you go into his garage and he had like a couple of wooden steps up into the house, but you move yeah. those steps away and you get into this crawl space. It was only about a foot and a half tall and you literally oh are like God. army crawling along the ground in this dark oh, man. thing. And you actually have to get like 20 feet into the crawl space to get to the light bulb to pull the light on. 
So you're crawling along and you're like, oh yeah, it's just dusty. It's just dusty. It's no big deal. Oh, what's that? And then he flicks the light on and you look around. There are spiders and spider webs everywhere. Uh. And I'm like trying my best to not freak out. And then he's showing me these magazines and we're flipping through these old National Lampoon's magazines. And there's, they're full of like design and illustration. Cool. And, and also obviously the occasional joke and the occasional, you know, bit of nudity throughout the pages. But that just stuck out as such a strong memory as a kid like that interacting with with print that way and mm. uh, overcoming your fears for a little bit of nudity <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing what a what a some naked skin will do <laughs> it's amazing when you're 12 or 13 the years benefits. old <laughs> oh there's spiders but come on a little bit longer yeah so um wow that's okay, so cool fast forwarding time a little bit um mm. What about recently? Have you had any recent interactions with print or packaging that you really enjoyed or thought were unique? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to think. It's such a tough one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously, you know, Apple, I recently bought a MacBook. So that whole experience is just uh, it's epic every time. Love yeah. to get in there with all the little tiny nanometers of measurements and uh, so good. Yeah. But, they never um, disappoint, do they? They never do. And it makes me mad that they never do because then they just give, I give them more of my money. Yep. <laughs> like they know mm-hmm. what's up. They get yep. it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was trying to think back of what recently, but I think I'm more of a, an every, I pick up everything type of person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, something, even to think of like the saran wrap when it has the little punch out to keep the roll and like all the little cutouts and the thing, you know? All of that stuff, I'm such a huge fan of the little details. Um, And yeah, so I don't know. For me, it's really like everything that I pick up is, Mm -hmm. yeah, is entertaining and interesting. And and some of the, just some of like the natural products that have been designing, or I I just, I find that all the designs have been actually, I don't know, like designs have been upping a little bit with some of the more natural, more like fun millennial whatever things that people are doing now um mm-hmm. been really enjoying kind of how people are using packaging these days yeah there's some really creative stuff out there so one of mine actually is a box is packaging and mm-hmm. the other one is um a little bit more like designing and print related but i bought a phone case for my phone three or four months ago <clears throat> and it came in just sort of a regular box kind of the size of like a chocolate bar box Hmm. Um, you know when you're buying like a nice chocolate like a Cadbury's not a Cadbury's because they're in foot wrappers uh, but there's brands of chocolate bars that are in like paperboard yeah. boxes a sleeve yeah, right yeah. so that kind of size um but it had this little pull tab at the top so rather than mm. a traditional flap where you're like diving your thumb in there and trying to crank it open it just had this little tab at the top that said pull here and you pulled there and it just like nicely opened the box I was like well so that's good. pretty slick well that's clever <laughs> So and good. then the product, I pulled the case, the phone case out, and in place mm. of the phone, like in the case, it had this this um, little phone shaped card that was pressed into the case, mm. and it was instructions on how to put your phone in, as well as like some promotional verbiage. But most of it was blind embossed, so that's where like oh, your embossed is pressing out the letters so you can like see the letters because they're raised. They're not printed, mm. but they're just raised up from the paper. Yeah, and nice. it looked so cool and so classy. I kept it and it's somewhere over on the shelf there, but I was mm. like, I want to hang on to this and remember, um, you know, this effect because it was a really unique thing. And just really cool. That little pull tab is something so small, mm-hmm. but it just made the unboxing and unpackaging experience like that much better. It's, yeah, it's so true. It's it, like 100%. Those are the types of things that I notice. And I find that, I mean, I, I hope normal, or sorry, not normal, but undesignery people <laughs> um, like notice those things too. But I get mm. really excited when there's like a little, yeah, just they did that little extra bit to think about it because that's how I like to think as a designer. I mean, mm-hmm. that is our whole purpose is to sort of solve problems and stuff like that through creative thinking and just physical space and all of that so that's super cool and then you end up keeping all these random boxes and things (laughs) exactly and you become kind of like a little hoarder a little closet hoarder we put all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but that Um, reminds me of the uh i mean i guess the other print thing was um i think i showed i showed you it too but that folder that 
So there was like that uh, three panel folder that mm. had like beautiful die cutting and then mm-hmm. it had a pearl foil on it on the front and that and then a whole page just with uh yeah just some blind emboss on there and mm-hmm. i was saying that you know it matched it matched the messaging too like because they were talking about the little details and the simplicity yeah. and and just really using print to complement your message it's just it's such a yeah, like blind embossed when used properly, it's such a great oh, it's thing. So good. So good. So good. I've seen a couple of examples of it where it literally covers a whole page mm. um, and it just looks so good. It just creates such a unique experience. Yeah. Um, the other one that I had was a new swatch, kind of a swatch book, but not quite. This one here, the Mohawk paper with a plan. So I'm a big fan of the Mohawk paper. If you're not familiar with it, um, definitely go check them out. But they basically created this really cool piece showcasing all of their papers and the uses mm-hmm. of them and put the, putting them into different collections. But it's got all kinds of like debossing and textured papers and foil stamping. And it's just a really creative, unique way of using your own paper to promote your paper by showing off a ton of different print techniques in a really, really classy way. Um, so that was another one where I was just like, I was amazed by it and just spent a good half an hour just going through it, opening it up. It's, it's awesome. Totally. And they, I mean, I, yeah, I saw, I saw another swatch, paper swatch um, book as well too. And it had like amazing uh, die cutting. My friend showed it to me, but it was like die cutting of like different letters. And then when they stack on top of each other, it made this just i don't know it's it's just so good especially yeah those paper those paper book swatches really do was it a smaller one um i can't remember a bigger one Maybe. or a smaller one it was i think it was like medium size okay did so you show this me? one here this oh other God. mohawk one yeah where you take like all of these individual cards out mm and all of them are like have their own like unique little die cut to them. Oh yeah, yeah. No, not like that, but okay. also like that. <laughs> not that one, <laughs> but similar. But yes, not this that. Is but so that. Good. But that. <laughs> yeah. So really creative print, and you know yeah. whether it's a product that you order off of Amazon with no expectations on how it arrives, um, but it's really creative packaging like that. Totally. You remember that that you remember that product. Um, and you recommend, you're more likely to even recommend that product to, to friends. Oh yeah. So it's an experience for sure. Yeah. Print just creates experiences and and it's awesome. Love it. So Gabby, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to ask the question anyways, (laughs) what makes print so special to designers? Why do you think designers like, what do you think they like most about print? Um, well for me as a designer, um, I, it actually started with, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of had an obsession with print anyway, just as a kid, mm-hmm. but, um, I think, so I, a little bit about me that I didn't share in the first part is I actually, my first job was designing acrylic awards. Um, oh, weird. I didn't know that. yeah, they're called tombstones because like the deal closes and it's like the tombstone for the deal. And it's a whole thing. <laughs> this is when I lived in England. It was just it was, yeah, it was a very bizarre, very unique thing to get into. Yeah. And I swear this is coming to the point. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I would sit and design um, these acrylic shapes and just being mindful of the, we would do some of the things, some of those acrylic shapes would have like um, opening hinge and doors and moving parts and items cast in it. And mm-hmm. you had to really be careful of like, the millimeters to the edges and placements and you know and i really started to learn a little bit about like this thought process of digital to like a physical object so Mm -hmm. that really Mm -hmm. heightened it for me um so i mean carrying on through like for print like i think that we just sit behind us as a designer you sit behind a screen so much and just that that concept of literally having something you can hold in your hand and mm-hmm. and have it go yeah translate to your physical world it's sort of otherworldly in a way right like <laughs> i just find it it's such a crazy um experience right to have something where it was on your screen two minutes ago you worked really hard mm-hmm. on it and instead of it just being this 
I don't know, entity that lives on pixels. Yeah, you able you're able to have that. It ages. It's there's just like a whole bunch of I don't know, history, like you could show it to other people. It's out there in the world. There's just something really unique about that being able to like physically create something. And then it's just fun to play with. Like there's so much within print, even just the stuff that we've talked about, like you can put different finishes on top of different finishes and really explore mm -hmm. and play with it. Um, mm -hmm. With it being, yeah, useful to people as well, right? So yep. yeah, I think I think for me, as for me especially, and it, it, it is just being able to kind of feel like you did something even extra than just like saving a PDF or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, print is such a unique problem-solving tool for, mm -hmm. for design problems, and it's such a unique way to reach people. And, and generally, when you're creating branding projects and logos and websites and things like that, it's a company or a business wanting to grow their business. That's why mm -hmm. they're making these changes. They're looking mm -hmm. to reach new customers, find a new audience, that sort of thing. And print is just such a versatile tool for accomplishing that. Um, and... I feel like as a designer, we're all so creative um, from the standpoint of wanting to have a bunch of inspirational things around you, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the great things having around you is a shelf full of great print, whether that's swatch books or things that you came across or products you purchased yeah. that had really unique packages. Like think of how many people still have their iPhone box or their MacBook box, right? No, I'm not a designer, but I really appreciate print, obviously. <laughs> so yeah. I have a big collection of boxes and all kinds of things. And my wife thinks I'm crazy for hanging on to this stuff. But it's just, it's all inspirational. And um, part of Print Design Academy, we're going to be, we're going to be creating lots of print. So knowing that, I want to surround myself with print and a lot of really inspirational mm -hmm. print and cool things and unique finishes and unique papers and all of that so that when we're putting these pieces together um, to put out in the world, we can pull from you know, different elements of, of inspiration, basically. So I think designers desire hanging on to print for just that escape from, from the digital world totally. because it's so tactile. And to complement that, it's just an inspirational thing. You, you need to experience other things out in the world in order to, mm -hmm. to sort of grow your creativity mm -hmm. and, um, and see how other people solved design problems. Yeah. And hoarding print and unique packaging is a great way to do that. It, it really is. And, and I mean, you kind of touched upon it too, but so going back to like my thought process of the link between designing these acrylic words or whatever mm -hmm. and just having to like think about every potential possibility of like placements and stuff where mm -hmm. so something about designing for print it really holds that same concept for me because i feel like it's it's more ch it's more engaging mm -hmm. um because you now for some someone like me especially and i'm sure other designers that spatial awareness of being able to think okay so i'm designing this how is this gonna fold uh, do i need to flip this artwork upside down where is it gonna come into do i need to curve these corners like it's so much more engaging design for me personally like i feel challenged mm. by it i feel um yeah like it, it just it gives you energy and and really kind of gets those juices creative juices flowing when you do have to kind of problem solve in those ways and figure out how someone else is going to interact with it as well, right? Mm -hmm. So it really takes you on this full journey of um, spatial awareness, conditions mm -hmm. of where it's gonna be placed, figuring out your customer, um, and versus something where like if you design it, obviously there's different levels to digital print as well, but mm -hmm. I think it just, it takes, yeah, it takes your brain a little bit longer on this whole sort of imaginary thought process of creating this print that I find yeah, super exciting and super engaging. And, and then to have it at the end of it all. And yeah, it's it's such a great, great thing. <laughs> yeah, it's taking that flat screen design. And, you know, if you're just designing Instagram ads or websites and logos, like it's, it's all very flat. Mm -hmm. But if you're designing a box or something in print, you really have to think through how does that come together as a completed mm -hmm. finished thing? You know, when you're looking at packaging, how do these panels all fold and interact? And... 
ultimately, what is the consumer's experience going to be? And how can I, as a designer, um, craft that experience so that it's a unique one or a pleasurable experience that they're going to remember? And it's going to make that experience the customer has with the brand mm-hmm. way better, which elevates the brand, which is growing a business. <laughs> For sure, right? So important. <laughs> so I wanted to sort of now dive into a little bit about the sort of the Print Design Academy story and, and totally. how it started and where we came from. So where I left off my story, um, <clears throat> we're telling you about myself, was right at the point where I started the Print Design Podcast. And that was really to start having more of a public conversation about print that that's obviously scalable because a podcast is scalable. Um, and then the first iteration and idea that I had was to create print design Academy, which would become a membership site where we've got a group of graphic designers who are all learning at different paces, but the content's always there and there's a community around it. And I thought that that's going to be my first approach. So I basically t- made the, f- the first mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make. And that's like, I want to teach them everything and <laughs> <laughs> try and teach them everything about every category. And I ended up filming, um, you know, what became like six hours of content obviously took a lot longer to record and edit it all just in my basement on an old camera. Um, that was sort of its first iteration. And I started thinking about it more and thinking about niching down. You always hear niching down. Actually, you'll probably hear niche way more than you hear niche, but that's because the Americans mispronounce it. Is, is, it, is that what it is? Because, yeah, yeah, I don't niche. understand that. It's, no, I mean, I know it's niche, but I, yeah, okay, I don't good. understand the niche sure. thing. And I'm American, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been up here long enough. You've that's been fair. up here long enough. Um, and I thought, you know, I, I really enjoy craft beer. And I know craft beer and design for beer labels is really hot right now. Mm. So I created the craft beer label design course, which is similar information to Print Design Academy, but all tailored to the approach of creating beer labels and the different ways to produce beer labels. And once I had the idea, I started scripting it and putting it together. And I had somebody who I was working with previously Um, who was just kind of helping Print Design Academy get going and helping with sort of the file aspect of it. Because I'm not a graphic designer, so I don't understand, not that I don't understand, but I can't teach the file side of things. I haven't done it enough myself to be able to speak to it, so I just stay out of that arena, and I talk about everything else about the print process, Mm -hmm. from paper and different ways of printing and finishing and proofing and finding a printer and all of the other stuff that you need to know. Um... And right at the time where we were sort of ramping up and getting ready to film the content, the other person that I was working with um, had some stuff going on in their life and they had to back away and weren't able to do it. And we're getting to the, the, the spot where Gabby chimes in a little bit here. <laughs> <clears throat> so right at that moment, I kind of, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, even if we can't see it in that moment. Um, so it sucked. I'm not going to lie. It sucked because I kind of had a moment of, what am I going to do now? Because Mm -hmm. I can't teach it. So I I can't teach that file portion of it. And I needed that file portion of it. Um, So the very next day, I was going around to my print clients and delivering um, our our company Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. And I happened to stop by your office, Gabby, because Gabby and I have, Gabby and I have known each other for years now. And we first met from when she was in design school. I came into the class and I gave a talk about paper or print or something about that years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And then we have a, a few mutual friends that I worked with. And then you started work at um, a real estate company. And yeah. we're basically the graphic designer for the real estate company. Mm-hmm. And you were my client. <clears throat> so I went into Gabby's office to drop off this gift. And... We're just chatting, small talk, catching up a little bit. And um, Gabby mentions to me, you know, I'm, I'm looking for more of a graphic design position because I do a lot of admin stuff here as well. And, you know, I think I'm ready for a change and I'm ready to, to t- take on some new challenges. And, you know, that's the kind of thing I, I, I want to do. And I kind of went, hmm. Well, funny you say that, Gabby. <laughs> And it was just so bizarre in the timing of of you having this feeling of looking for more, looking for something Mm -hmm, else. mm -hmm. 
and simultaneously through no circumstance of your involvement or knowledge even I was in the mar- I was looking for somebody to partner with to bring this course to life for designers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what was that? What was that moment like for you on your side? I've never asked you that. <laughs> I, know, right? I don't think. Um, yeah, well, I just knew that you were so. De- yeah, definitely, I was feeling sort of <clears throat> um, feeling like I needed to kind of get more. Well, it's it's hard when you're you're the only designer in an office of mm-hmm. non designers and. I just really felt like I needed to be with my own people. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, and, and just, and actually learn, being able to, to learn and, and grow and, and doing that with other things. So, I mean, I had reached out to you just because, well, I just know how connected you are in general, just by doing all of the podcasts and like, mm-hmm. we have a great you know, working relationship anyway with the projects that we would do. So I would do like a magazine and, and uh, see Dave at once a year at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that experience was, it was interesting. Like it just felt very serendipitous because we, yeah, we had kind of casually talked um, about that. And then I ran into you later in a different store and that kind of like solidified that we were just on this <laughs> yeah, random was, same path. I forgot right? about that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We were and Christmas then, shopping. It was right around Christmas at a local yeah, store. Yeah, it here. was, it was. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was super, you know, I just, I knew Dave would offer like, or Dave, I'm third, you, I would knew you. You're third partying me. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> I knew you, knew a bunch of things and knew people and was, was the right person to ask. And clearly, yeah, just being able to work out with that timing um, mm-hmm. felt like it was meant to be. And so I was super excited that I didn't have to go mm-hmm. much further than just the person who showed up at the door like, great, yeah, sure, I'd be down to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have to like sit and do all these other re- really random resume sending and go through and try mm-hmm. and put myself out there. And um, But yeah, so I was really grateful to have that interaction and, and now, <clears throat> yeah, be yeah, brought so on and... Exactly like you said, you know, we'd known each other for years and we'd mm-hmm. been working together and doing print projects at least once a year for, you know, the better part of five years, probably. Well, <clears> yeah, and, six um, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed every time we worked together because it was fun. It was funny and you got mm-hmm. it and you understood it and your files were good. And it was like, man, this is like just making my life easier. And I enjoyed <laughs> uh, enjoyed your company whenever we were looking over proofs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, same. And um it just, it was weird. Yeah. It was like, I'm looking for a very specific person that I get along with, that I can have fun with, that knows their stuff when it comes to like print and print design mm-hmm. that wants to like take this risk and build this thing with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was like, then you said that I was like, Oh, Gabby. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, I remember you emailed, I think you emailed me first and you said, Hey, I'm looking for this. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I'll be at your office in like a few hours or a day or I can't remember the yeah. exact timing. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll chat about it then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was crazy. The, the timing of it all. So Gabby and I partnered together and brought the craft beer label course to life. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it was a, ton of work there was a ton of whirlwind for sure oh man it was madness to bring that to life yeah but all it took was to launch it out there once and see the interest and see the excitement behind it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. see like the positive comments of this is exactly what i was looking for and stuff like that for us to go okay phew we're we're on to something here totally so i was gonna ask you gabby what happened when that course sort of wrapped up i guess you could say yeah, well, because we were, I mean, we weren't really, like, we were working together, but we weren't to the same, I wasn't in with Print Design Academy fully yet, I think, right? Like, it was... Yeah, good good example. Like, like the way I would describe it is, like, the the thought process and ideas that I had and the things that I wanted to create and the direction I wanted to take Print Design Academy you didn't really know all of that stuff. You just knew this is the course we're working on together. Totally. Yeah. And it was, and it was sort of, but so for me working through that whole process, uh, 
yeah, it was exciting because it was different than what I had been doing for the last basically six years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Challenging, like I was learning and then being able to teach others, it was very kind of validating as well that, you know, like uh, that I kind of was able to do that and people would be interested, right? (laughs) Oh, I do know what I'm talking about, okay. So, uh, yeah, so then when it wrapped, um, it it was very solidifying to me that, okay, yeah, there's there's a lot in this, right? And then we started having further, more deeper conversations of like, so you in? <laughs> like, are you yeah. in? Are you in with this? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know, and, and definitely, right? It was so rewarding to hear mm-hmm. everyone's experiences with the course and, and just to, yeah, yeah, just definitely see that we were on the right path and, and just having fun with it, like that work, things could be fun and yeah it was it was it was great it was hectic great huge learning experience and character building experience i would say too it made our relationship so much better too right like already like we knew we would be able to work together like it was great 100 percent. you now know that once the camera is on for whatever reason my body decides that it's time to burp and so I have a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of editing that I have to cut. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, so I know. We learned. It's... We learned more about each other pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <those> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And when we were filming the craft beer course, there was a point where I didn't realize that the microphone had died. Oh man. The wireless yeah. mic. So, you know, we went through and we were going through, <clears throat> and I think it was in like the third module, like just on a roll, finally in a groove. And um, on like the second or third video of it, I realized somebody went to go check the microphone on the camera just to test it before I started the next video. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's nothing. And it turns out we lost like a whole module of filming because the mic wasn't working. We just didn't notice. Yeah. And so that was like a super stressful moment for me. So you got to see like, you got, you got to see it all. Well, I did, but you, Dave, keep your cards close to your chest a little bit in those moments, which I admire you to, so much for because I would be having a full meltdown, but I think you had your meltdown afterwards because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you kind of like you were just there and I knew you were tense, but like you didn't really, you were just like, we're going, we're moving on. We're doing the next Get, thing. Let's go. Let's happened. go. Let's, let's go. charge yeah. these. Let's go to Starbucks. Yeah. Let's refresh. Let's go. Regroup. Yeah. Regroup. Yeah. Yeah, you were pulling, and... you were pulling that train along, and and I think afterwards that you sort of sunk into it. You still have reoccurring nightmares about it. Oh, so. I still do. I still do. It's no joke. Yeah. I got post traumatic stress disorder from oh, the sure. PTSD from microphones dying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was that. So it was, it was fun. We really got to know each other and see yeah. you know how each other works and mm-hmm. um, you know interacts and just get to know each other beyond that like client vendor relationship. Totally. Um, and I remember finishing the course and a few days after we were done, like the launch and everything and the dust had settled, um, we had an arrangement on like how we would distribute the, the funds from the sales of the course. And <clears throat> when we finished, it was like that, she, Gabby put in so much more work than, than the amount of money that we agreed on. So mm. I'm going to give you more because I want to make sure you know that I, I valued your your contribution to that and mm-hmm. I remember saying to my wife Victoria like man I, I really hope Gabby wants to like hop on board for real and like and like grow <laughs> yeah. print design academy right. yeah. because it was like it just felt like the right person to connect mm-hmm. with to really get to where we wanted to go yeah yeah and that was such a good character showing as well I don't know it was just it was really great and yeah I was super grateful for you to do that as well, um, that you didn't, you didn't have to. And that was just something where I was like, I would definitely work with this person, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. and I mean, that's sort of our philosophy as well. Now just moving forward is, um, making sure that people feel their value. And and that's something that's hard Mm -hmm. in the art world as well. Right. Like in all of these industries, with Fiverr and all of that, whatever. <laughs> all it takes is one design contest and then, oh my God, there's no You know value. what I mean, right? So yeah. it just, it really, yeah. it proved to me as well that, you know, your your abilities, your character as uh, a business partner, owner, and um, just respect for the industry and the people too. So mm-hmm. 
yeah, so I'm definitely keeping that mentality moving forward and just with everyone we work with and the people who were able to contribute to the course too, because we were able to get some really great uh, partnerships that way as well. And mm -hmm. it just really shows a huge potential for just like the community of print design, right? So, yeah. And another fun fact for you, for that craft beer label design course, mm -hmm. I purchased more beer during that launch than I have ever bought in my entire life combined. <laughs> I've never bought so much beer in my life. And all of, you know, like it wasn't, we weren't drinking it. I gave most of it away to be honest, mm -hmm. but it was all about like when you see a really cool label that you want to share with your audience and talk about, well, I got to buy six of those. It's a six pack. Okay. Oh, look at this <laughs> yeah. cool four pack. Oh, I got to buy four of those. So even though I only needed one label to really talk about the label and talk and show designers the label, yeah. I ended up with hundreds of beers to just show off 20 labels. <laughs> I know when they were sitting in that little fridge and so... Every now and then we'd have a, a following after we'd have like a little a lunch beer or something just in there. But I did, exactly. you know they're what here. I mean? Just they're here and got to like start drinking. So, um, but I learned, yeah, I learned a lot about a, a, some other uh, companies and breweries and things too that I was like, oh, that's nice. And mm -hmm. so I learned a little bit about our, our local breweries too, <laughs> that whole process, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I yeah. love that, that craft beer label design world. Super creative, super fun. fun. Oh yeah, so fun. So Gabby, what is, what's our plans? What are we, what are we doing next? What is our, what's our mission? What's our goal here with Print Design Academy? What are we trying to do? Um, take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> the print world. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, moving forward now, we're just sort of um, trying to give the people more of what they want, I guess, right? We've been really listening to um, people's feedback in terms of, uh, how valuable the courses have been and just our YouTube videos and things like that. And so looking to uh, really, you know, to put the whole Print Design Academy and that foundational portion of, of print design out there. So doing some refilmings and things like that. And yeah, there's going to be workshops coming up soon. And a lot of, uh, I think, uh, really particular types of learnings as well as mm -hmm. general learnings and really creating a broad spectrum of what it is for print design as well as some of the stuff that you bring to the table in terms of just working in the industry right you mm -hmm. were talking about just different techniques for creating revenue and, and some things like that right yeah so there's it's so many different things that we could teach on and <clears throat> it actually it's funny because the last few months have basically been building and creating stages like mm -hmm. th there's not a lot going on publicly other than the odd youtube video or our instagram but internally here we're filming we're building we're editing videos we're like we're building this foundation and the other funny thing about the differences between you and i um you are very organizational like you 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 like organization you like um uh, processes you like it to oh, yeah. be, to run how it should go and i'm just like let's go film it get it out there Woo! Giddy like, up. yeah exactly giddy up oh this one wasn't quite 100 percent close enough let's go <laughs> so it's so been true. like it's actually been like tough for me a little bit the last few months because i'm like let's just keep going jump boom 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 mm. but i also recognize how important it, it is that if we present these new products to people and designers out there without the proper foundation and without the proper mm -hmm. structure to them, it's, it's, they're not going to get as much value out of them. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a nice balance between you and I, because totally. I sort of like push it along, like, no, 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 let's yeah, go, yeah. let's go. I and needed you kinda, that. Yeah. <laughs> you need that. And I need to be like reeled in a little mm -hmm. bit where it's mm -hmm. like, no, 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 let's, yes, let's do that. However, mm -hmm. let's do it in a clever way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I mean, now it's obviously, I think we've been kind of, yeah, not as, I mean, not as active externally and stuff too, but with me mm -hmm. now taking more of a full-time position in, in this company versus mm -hmm. uh, my nine to five. So mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot more energy and focus going that way through. And, and for mm -hmm. me, it's the same. So, I mean, in terms of the, where that comes from, that mentality of trying to get everything, it's the same way that I talked about in terms of like 
when I'm designing things or I'm designing for paper or it's like, okay, so what is this, what's the next step after this gets printed? And what's, mm -hmm. how is this going to be interacted after? Right. So mm -hmm. I'm, it forces me to be that type of person where I'm thinking five, six, seven steps ahead. And so when we're designing things or trying to create these courses, I'm like, okay, so if I design this one, what does the next one look like? How does the series look like? What's it going to look like in 10 years? How, what can I change? You know? So I get a little carried away that way, but it's all yeah. just like the same thought process for me. And then, yeah, you definitely push me to kind of let things go a little bit and, and, get things rolling so it's a huge yeah it's a great balance that we have i find so the core mission of print mm -hmm. design academy is to get more designers creating print mm -hmm. and basically what we found is there's a whole lot of roadblocks and brick walls in the way of a designer who would love to create some print and have that on their shelf to show off to their friends and family or to design some packaging that they can go and show like this is my box like in retail environment mm -hmm. um to go show that off um, and so our core is just to break all of those walls down so that totally. the designer can approach print and, and print overall just becomes approachable for all designers. Even if you've only done web design through your career, you can approach it with Print Design Academy. And just to sort of tease a little bit in the next, like the year plan, let's just give like the 10,000 foot view of the year plan. <laughs> There's like the print ready files workshop. There's the launch of Print Design Mastery, which is the mm -hmm. membership, a super affordable membership with a community where we're teaching, um, teaching print Found design fundamentals, with yeah. experts, the fundamentals and all of the core content stuff. Then we've got plans for a brand color course in mm -hmm. partnership with Pantone. We've got, um, gosh, the Print Design Summit. We're talking about building a Print Design Summit late this year, I'm coming out with that. Um, there's one more thing I'm forgetting. Ooh, and then we have this crazy idea that I don't know if we'll get to it this year. Actually, if you, let me say this and then I'll have, I'll, then I'll give some instruction. We would love to create a custom set of pogs and partner with <clears throat> a bunch of different designers and illustrators mm -hmm. to create and use Kickstarter to launch this amazing set of pogs that are delivered in like a paperboard tube and it's this artist like artist series collectors set where there's only a limited quantity available mm -hmm. um, and maybe even tie in like some nfts to that if we can somehow so, so that's out there and you listeners what i would love for you to do is out of the things that we just mentioned the courses and stuff like that send us a direct message on instagram and let us know what are these like what sounds interesting to you does do these sound interesting to you or is there something else print related or packaging related that you would love mm -hmm. to learn how to do or learn more about let us know hit us up on instagram print design underscore academy and let us know also let us know like if you would buy a set of pogs that's <laughs> like artist an artist created limited edition set of pogs mm -hmm. yeah i i mean we're we're here like we're here for us, but we're more here for you guys. So <laughs> it's, you know, your input and direction is mm -hmm. always, yeah, it's, it's helpful feedback, things like that. It really helps us deliver courses that are actually going to be useful and, and, you know, listeners and viewers are going to benefit from. So, but yeah, yeah. Pogs definitely want to sign me up. <laughs> y'all want some Pogs? Yeah. Y'all yeah. want some, some custom Pogs? <laughs> yeah. We've so gotten fun. the, so lots of fun stuff cooking. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, you know, I'll open this up. Like, if, if you guys ever have any questions about print or print design or have some cool boxes or print that you've come across and you've seen, share that with us. Connect with us on Instagram. And through Instagram, you'll get to our website and all of the other places that you can find us. Um, but just check us out on YouTube and Instagram mm -hmm. and connect with us there. We'd, we'd love to answer your questions. We'd love to help you navigate this print world. Um, and if there's things that you want to see created or learn how to do that's print or print design related, heck, let us know. You never know. It might turn into a course. Totally. We're, we're here about building community, right? So, and it's going to grow into that even more. And all of those things are our community, just sticking together and learning together, right? Awesome. Gabby, this has been so fun. Like we so learned fun. so much about each other. We got to like talk about our stories a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, we should do this more often. This will be a regular feature on the show of us sort of chatting and about what's new and what's coming up or cool things we found or something like that. There's totally. A I think that's fine. There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if not even just to, just to talk because we talked too much already. So might as well give oh, it yeah. some purpose too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this meeting will only be half an hour, two hours oh, later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know, literally. So maybe this is an outlet for that so that when we sit down for the meetings, it's just like, boom, we just get right yeah. to it. right awesome well Gabby thanks so much for being my guest today thanks for being my partner Dave (laughs) (laughs) thank you chat soon all right everybody I told you Gabby's super fun yeah super excited to work on this stuff with her and bring both of our knowledge together and to help you guys along in your print journey and as always if you are digging what you're hearing here on the print design podcast please head over to apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you're listening leave a rating and a review we read them we smile we laugh we cry and we just appreciate your time so thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week <laughs>